Headlights flashed in his rearview mirror. He squinted and angled his head so his eyes could adjust. He calculated the exit was only about two miles away, and sure enough, within a minute or so, he passed a green sign pointing to the left. He started indicating half a mile before the slip road began, easing himself out of the traffic, and then edged the car down the rampway from the dual carriageway. The van behind him slipped into the wash from his tyres and followed him down the road. Glancing in the rearview mirror, Grant smiled. Obviously someone else had had enough of the tailback. As his car descended, he allowed it to pick up speed around a curving left-hand bend, and then slowed as he passed through the green traffic lights at the end of the slip road. He steered the car across a right-hand turn and pulled up at a T-junction. The force of the sudden impact from behind threw him forward, his body straining against the seatbelt. He blinked, shocked. Clutching the steering wheel tightly, he quickly corrected the car as it veered toward the middle of the road. The headlights behind him flashed once. He groaned, drove the car across the junction and pulled up on the opposite side of the road, cruising to a halt. The road was deserted, and no traffic passed the two vehicles. A street lamp flickered above the Mercedes, its light shimmering across the wet tarmac. Fantastic. He punched the steering wheel with the palms of his hands, put the car into park and unclipped his seatbelt, his heart hammering between his ribs. As long as the idiot's got insurance... Reaching down to the glove compartment, he popped the lid open, took out a small notebook, then felt under the dashboard and pulled out a ballpoint pen, with the end chewed off. Closing the lid, he put his hand on the door handle. He glanced in the wing mirror and froze. A silhouetted figure emerged from the other vehicle, a coat pulled up over its head, running towards his side of the car. Grant pressed the button to lower the window and blinked as rain blew in. The figure slowed to a halt at the car door and bent down. In the bad light, Grant could just make out a bearded chin, a hood covering the upper part of the face, while rain cascaded down the figure's back. The man shouted over the noise of the storm. "'Sorry, my wife's at home, expecting our first. Try to stop, but the brakes seized up. You okay?' Grant held out the notepad and pen. "'Give me your insurance details. I'll write mine down for you.' The man nodded and opened his mouth to speak. Without warning, the passenger door was wrenched open. Grant turned, astonished, as another man pushed the briefcase onto the floor and lunged for him. Grant yelled, pulled on the door handle, then felt an arm thread around his neck. He coughed, gasping for air. The man in the hood leaned further through the window and murmured in his ear, Don't struggle. You'll only make it worse. The other assailant held a syringe in his hand, the needle upright and primed. Grant kicked his feet helplessly at the floor of the car, his toes clipping the throttle pedal. The man with the syringe grinned, his short-cropped salt-and-pepper hair glinting in the low beam from the light above the car door. Bile rising in his throat, Grant tried to prise the hooded man's grip away from his throat. The salt-and-pepper-haired man grabbed his wrist, yanked up the sleeve, and plunged the needle into the vein in the exposed skin. Grant opened his mouth to yell. Fear, pain, frustration— and immediately the hooded man clamped a hand over his jaw, silencing him to a muffled cry. The other man relaxed, sat back in the passenger seat of Grant's car, and watched him, his eyes gleaming. Grant's head started to spin, his heartbeat pounding and his ears gradually slowing, echoed by the rain drumming on the roof of the car. Black dots appeared before his eyes as the hooded man's grip slackened and he fell back into his seat. A muffled voice, He'll be out in sixty seconds. 
60 seconds. What happens after 60 seconds? The drowsiness began to claim him. Grant blinked twice, fought to lift his chin from his chest, aware his head was drooping. The man with the salt and pepper hair lifted Grant's briefcase out of the passenger footwell of the car, opened it, and began sifting through the contents before he snapped it shut and shook his head at the other attacker. Nothing here. We'll take him with us. Let's go. Grant's body sagged as the car door was opened. The hooded man reached in, and checking over his shoulder for any unwanted witnesses, slowly began dragging Grant from the vehicle. Oh, Grant murmured. Damn it, what had they given him? Before he passed out, he was lifted into the back of the vehicle, and a blanket laid over his body. The musty aroma of oil assaulted his nostrils, while the hard steel floor of the vehicle dug into his spine. Then, darkness.